Before we begin our episode, did you know podcasting the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast today. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another issue of Keep It Weekly. This is issue number four. Uh, I, I'm driving again, and this and I'm riding time, shotgun. yes, you are. And this this time, my intro was was not not bad. Because uh, I under, I understand how hard it is now. Um, you do. Wait, 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 wait. You forgot to introduce yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I am Anthony, and I'm Vince, and welcome back. Uh, we got a, a a whole slew of topics um, to go over this week, just some ju- just some quick hits and hot takes on some of the subjects here. And uh, I, I, how are you doing, Vince? Oh, not too bad. Uh, this is gonna be this is the week of uh, Justice League, so I'm planning on seeing that this week weekend. Okay. Um, and I know we've been all everyone's been clamoring for. Uh, for it ever since they announced it, you know, Comic Con uh, was it a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago, and um, it we see all these teaser trailers, you see all these uh, screenshots on the web, all these rumors, and now it's it's finally come, it's finally come. So we get to finally see if DC can actually hold up its end of the bargain and give us the do do justice for the Justice League. Okay, so uh, I'm excited to watch Justice League. Just because so, of the same reasons that you had just previously listed. <laughs> we, sorry, we had a cut for a minute, but um, so I'm just trying to try to pick back up. But yeah, it's it. It looks interesting. I just hope they they wrote it better than I've said it before. They wrote it. I hope they wrote it better than Batman versus Superman. Uh, I just have a few concerns about it just because I, of it because right, of the rightfully runtime. so. It's rightfully yeah. so. I mean. DC hasn't, I mean, uh, aside from uh, earlier this year with Wonder Woman, DC hasn't had a really good track record <laughs> with, their, uh, with their movies, with, like you said, BVS and uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, but like I said, when Wonder Woman came out, it gave me, uh, gave new life to the, to the franchise, uh, to the franchise of the DCEU. And yeah, hopefully Justice League will, uh, well, hopefully at least you will, how, how, uh, depends on how we'll, you know. I would like it. How would be how would well received? And I mean, with that, they were uh, there was that whole embargo too, right? With uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, like they couldn't. That was supposed to come out on Tuesday of last week, mm-hmm. but they held it over for another extra two days because of uh, I guess Rotten Tomatoes has a new show now on uh, Facebook about see it or skip it or something like that. Yeah. So they have to hold off on a few, like, not all the movies, but I guess in this case, this is one of the movies where they had to hold off from putting out a Rotten Tomato score yeah. uh, out there. And which sometimes I, I really don't, I really try not, uh, I tune out the, that, that type of noise. I, I mean, I try and keep my own opinion uh, about those. I, I don't really listen to everyone else and say, oh, dude, you know, it's such a crappy movie. Like, uh, don't even bother watching it. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to get my money. Uh, I, still, I, still, I still have to see for myself and, you know, give my two cents. Um, right as a as a fr- as a fan of the property, and a exactly. fan uh, of of comic books, and uh, of some of these iconic characters, uh, you you have to. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's that's something that I would like our listeners to also. Like, I mean, whatever they hear us, you know, uh, talk about a certain uh, certain things, movies, TV, whatever. Like, I I encourage you guys to still always check it out as well. I mean. 
you may hear me, you know, bash the crap out of Iron Fist. But I mean, hey, next person may like it. And it was just my, that was just my take on it. Um, and I'm just hoping maybe you got some laughs. So I, I still encourage everyone to do, you know, you know, have form their own opinions. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I, I know as soon as that, as soon as both of us see it, then I will, we will be able to put out together a, a podcast kind of breaking down the movie and our thoughts about it and what the future holds. And then the, there is actually among our topics today that you had added that uh, about Ben Affleck. So we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, I'll start us off. So uh, Universal Studios, their Illumination, their animation division, uh, they're in talks with Nintendo to adapt a Super Mario Brothers animated movie, which uh, I think is a big deal. But uh, I do have my questions about it because I don't think you can re- replace the whole Captain Lou Albano adventures from the 90s. Um, but I don't know. What, what do you think, Vince? Anything's better than seeing John Logazamo and Bob Hoskins jumping around with these space shoes over these. Oh, 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 how would you even describe the, you know, quote unquote Goombas? They, like big, big lizards with little heads. Yeah. Right. And then you had uh, Dennis Hopper as Koopa. Oh, God. It was such a horrible movie. Right. Which, <laughs> it was around the time that, that Dennis Hopper was, was just like the king of villains at this point because he had he had just finished doing sp- Speed with Keanu Reeves. I think uh, he was on Speed when he was doing this movie, too. <laughs> and, and then Speed was about to release, I think, a year later after Super Mario Brothers. Um, but uh, actually, I, d- I did not mind Bob Hoskins as... But I, I still consider my super mario is if i had to go back to the 1990s television show that aired in the afternoons with captain lou albano <laughs> i remember that yeah. uh but that was that was the animated right yeah it was animated they had vignettes what? where he would introduce and they would do little skits and stuff that, that was relevant to their I adventure just remember the, the crazy mustache and the like really curly ass hair yeah and yeah. then he's like oh it looks like i have a plumbing issue and then they would jump into the cartoon or <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was great. It's Captain. How do you, how could you not like Captain Lou Albano? Well, remember they also <laughs> when that show. Remember what were they called? It was remember at one point they kind of re- rebranded it, and then they had two guys on there. It was like a oh my god, it was like a duo, and they were supposed to be like uh, like surfer dudes, skater dudes that were introducing that and the Legends of Zelda. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was around the time that that Nintendo Power was becoming more mainstream, and yeah. then and then they were trying to become more hip and, and, and what and what have you. But I I still think they should have kept Captain Lou Albano. Come on, the Triumvirate of Terror, right? He Wait, the the Grand Wizard of Wrestling and and classy Freddie Blassie, the WWF. <laughs> I just remember him in those, in, with the the overalls that were just a little bit snug on him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, like I said, I am excited uh, for Super Mario Brothers uh, adaptation, and especially, I think they could really pull it off since it's going to be an animation form. That the sky's a little, uh, you know, the limit a little bit more uh, uh, with what they can do because not everything will be, you know, construct uh, constructed to like oh, it's trying to make it real time or like oh, can we need to find like an actor that can really look like this, you know, this yeah. person. Like, no, you just have to just find the voice actors. And I, I wonder if they're going to keep the voice actor that does it for Nintendo now. Who is? What it? do you think? I don't. I have no idea. I'm, I don't look it up. But oh wait, I, for for the game itself? Yeah. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they could. I mean, he'd be he'd be oh, he or she. I'm not sure who it is. Um, that'd be. I mean, I. But yeah, you know. I don't know how they would be able to do because it's going to be a full-length feature film instead of just like little uh, snippets yeah. uh, in a game where you have, maybe you have a few cutscenes where they will, he will speak, but um, or he or she will speak. Um, I mean, I, either way, like I, I am, I am excited for that. Like, when I saw it, I was like, yes! And then I thought, well, they did the minions and Despicable Me, me. So I mean, I like yeah. Universal Illumination's uh, work, body work. So I am um, exci- excited. Mega, for that. mega mind. Right, 
Was that no? That's DreamWorks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mega I, Mind I was DreamWorks. Mind. Uh, I, I am wondering though because it's a it's an Illumination property. If uh, some of the minions will get referenced or Gru will get referenced in, within that universe, I, I just hope because not. I hope they not. Uh, uh, they've been known to do that in some of the other movies that don't involve Despicable Me. So I, w- uh, I wonder if it's just maybe a poster or something on the shelf or or. Just the toy figurine that's that maybe Bowser has, or maybe or maybe Mario. That's the you know he just uh, that's uh, he just, he jumps on him as the first as, as a Goomba. Yeah, oh God, I, I yeah. swear to God, it better not be. Yeah, I better not see the Goomba come across and then all of a sudden it's a minion. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, congratulations! I, I I think one one of the only things is is, is um, uh, depending on when they're gonna do it. But I, I I don't know. I saw that what 2019 is the <coughs> excuse me 2019 is the latest release or 2020 is that what they're aiming for if that's if that's it in 2019 2020 that's that, i think that's ample time for them to get get a good story and then once again the story kind of is already been written for them yeah right yeah. um obviously they'll have to fill in a lot of the blanks not yeah just like oh well koopa took the princess and the princess is now thing but like i said it's an animated feature so it's not so far-fetched where when it was that live action you know uh <laughs> portrayal it was it was hard to like oh we're too i'm luigi mario this is mario mario are we like <laughs> we're two plumbers who are in brooklyn <laughs> oh my god I just, i'm just picturing the whole thing the mushroom and then toad toad was not even toad he was just a goomba with a harmonica yeah and then you had that big booger Yes. hanging from the thing and that was actually the king oh my god Th- just so you know the reason why I know so much about this movie is because you've, you've watched it so many times this is this is one of the movies I chose to watch as my birthday uh, like so like that was one of my things I wanted to do for my birthday that year it came out mm-hmm. I said oh what do you want to do for your birthday like oh okay I want to invite some friends watch a movie and eat pizza like okay what movie do you want to watch Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers! Brothers yay and wah 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 I, all, all this coming from a kid who didn't even have a Nintendo. <laughs> you right? Had, you had your yeah. maze. You had your maze game. <laughs> I had my maze game, and then I, and then just to see the the Mario Brothers like on screen, I go, "Oh, what? Oh, maybe a good thing. Maybe a good thing I don't have a Nintendo. This, this is what it's all about." <laughs> the the maze game. Now that's that's the movie that should be. That's made. that's the movie that was the untold story that should be put out there. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because uh, Mario, I think Mario and Luigi make an appearance in next year's Wreck-It Ralph to uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. So, well, that's fine because yeah. Wreck-It Ralph had had a bunch of properties in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so. Cuber, you know, uh, Zangief, Street Fighter characters, and yeah, yeah. With, 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 uh, Dr. Robotnik. Yes, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I like Wreck-It Ralph too. I'm going to wreck it, though. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move on. So Deadpool 2 just released a teaser trailer. Do, do we know when the release date on, on Deadpool 2 is? Is, yet? It, is it February, right? February. So they're going for the Valentine's Day release again. Yeah. I think yeah. They're going February. With that. I th- yeah, Fox has three movies coming out next year. They have, uh, they have that in February. The, the New Mutants. February, New Mutants in April. And right. then the Phoenix, I think, in November. Dark Phoenix. X, X, yeah, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Wow. Man, they were they were just putting in some work. Yeah, they loaded um, up. Yeah. Been li- the, the, the sleeping the sleeping dragon. Um, they didn't come out with anything really, right? I, before I, I I comment on Deadpool two, the New Mutants uh, I'm really interested in because they've they've turned it into a horror movie. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. so I I I think where the what direction the direction that they're going in I think is awesome. Deadpool two I enjoyed it because I used to watch a a lot or the te- the teaser trail. I used to watch a lot of of Bob Ross. <laughs> That was awesome, right? right? Yeah, and and then just the the innuendo that he expressed in the trailer. So yeah, I'm I'm it. just gonna I'm just gonna whack, whack it. it. Yeah, and, and then the, the the colors that flashed on the screen were just wait a second, that's not a real color. <laughs> it was yeah, you know, it was like, it was so great. There's so many references as like you know colors like what they had clockwork orange. Yeah, was a color, and then they yeah. had. Uh, the girls at Indigo or Indigo Girls, I mean. Yeah. And then yeah, it was it was good. I thought it was, and then I mean it it was what it was, right? It was a it was a teaser trailer because I sort of I, you just have to really like watch that uh, trailer over and over again just to get like 
bits and snippets uh, yeah. from it. He called it the his show was called Wet on Wet. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the afro and everything. He he did. He had the 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 iconic tell or the iconic button up shirt, the jeans, uh the easel. It, and it, I just thought it was funny is is that he would just he would uh it, when he was painting on the tree, right? Yeah. Remember, remember that part where he was painting on the tree and I was going, he's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And just all of a sudden, like, he, you just see it and it pans out when it's like all one finished landscape. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. wow. That looks pretty. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the colors to appear. And yeah. And then I, I think the, um, uh, the the change of the tone toward the end just just kind of caught me off guard because uh, I, I was just in- thoroughly enjoying the Bob Ross featurette. Yeah, that they yeah, were doing. I, yeah, I got so sucked into it, then all of a sudden, it just like went zero to sixty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, we saw Negasonic Teenager. She's back. Yeah. Uh, saw Domino. You didn't see Cable, but you did see uh, a painted version. Right? Yeah, yeah. So um, we we saw the uh, the painted version of of uh, Cable. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, we did. Um, but I mean, like in the, as far as the trailer wise, you didn't really see him in it. Yeah. Like uh, doing any, any action scenes, I can't wait for that. I want to see Josh Brolin um, and his adaptation uh, of, of Cable, and I'm kind of still interested, like knowing how they're going to go about it. Because, in, like I said, in the comic books, for me, I know those two as being like you know enemies. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how they're going to match that up. Like, is he going to be like bounty hunter style on him? Like a futuristic bounty hunter that's gonna come for Deadpool, then all of a sudden they're gonna team up, and then it's actually gonna be an under- overarching villain uh, throughout the whole. Or is it gonna be just you know Cable versus uh, Deadpool throughout the whole flick? I have no idea. Oh, okay. So the 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 latest. I was just looking up the uh, some more details about it just now, but it looks like June first, twenty eighteen, is the. Oh, June. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was February too. So. Um, they're I, I they're wish, really going for the summer right. blockbuster thing, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for it. And then uh, we, in a lot of the scenes, we see Ryan Reynolds without the like the gear on, right? yeah, and he's actually like, doing uh, some fighting without the gear. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So uh, next next quick hit. So fan, the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them sequel has an official title. Uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald, which, if spoilers, if you haven't seen it, Captain Jack Sparrow is, is Grindelwald, and uh, get some some more details about that. So, um, it looks like a bulk of the cast has returned with additions <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> That's right. I believe. I, I believe there's going to be a. A dog, a wolf. <laughs> a wolf, and then Ezra Miller's in this movie again. So I I thought. I thought he okay. Well, I guess it was open interpretation. I thought he did die. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not sure what what happened. I mean, maybe he's a flash too. Maybe he ran away from danger. Right. Um, He has a lot of uh, man. Warner Brothers is putting him to work, man. It's just between this and and Justice League. So he he signed that contract. Right. He probably has like a nine film. uh, You know, (laughs) with Warner Brothers. Yeah, Yeah. probably. I I I wouldn't. I mean, I would have put it past them. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is returning as Newt Scamander, which is awesome. And then we get introduced to... uh, There's this other character. I'm looking at the cast photo because they're all seated in this dark background. So there's Ezra Miller here on the left, and then he's hanging out with some Asian girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Claudia Kim. I have no idea who she is. I think some of the biggest news is the... uh, We we got a Dumbledore. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's he's gonna be play, he's the he's the young uh, young Dumbledore is gonna be making an appearance because he's supposed to be uh, News Commander's um, former mentor, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and then he he's he's also carrying the. Um, oh wait, which wand is that one? No, not yet. Okay, so he doesn't have the Elder Wand yet. It looks like Grindelwald has the Elder Wand at this point. So. Uh, I'm very interested just because I know this was Eddie Redmayne's letter, love letter to Doctor Who. So, if you're a Doctor Who fan, 
you would kind of get the references in which Eddie Redmayne made throughout the movie. And um, I think Johnny Depp is is great in most things. So we get we get Johnny Depp and Jude Law. Jude Law as well. Yeah. And then uh, Dan Fogel returns too, right? Is that yeah. Dan? Yeah. Which I was surprised he was going to come back because at the end, spoiler alert, he lost his memory, right? Right. Him. Yeah. The Men in Black. They, they, they obliviated everybody's memories um which in the first movie let, let me just say if if you were indoors and not touched by the water like wouldn't you have retained all those memories unless it was in the water supply and they drank water. oh okay well yeah that's true but it happened all simultaneously so i'm sure there would have been some instances of what, what how did this get fixed like a few minutes ago there was a big gaping hole in the wall yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I guess they they put Dan Fogel back in because who's gonna make them treats and so. us laugh and, and make us laugh? I, yeah, he's he's great. I like I like him and I like his uh I like this whole shtick with um him and was it Queenie? Queenie. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like that uh that whole dynamic between the two. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to see that. I, when's that was was the release date for that though? They just released uh, a cast photo, so I'm gonna think about 2019. Um, good question. Uh, oh yeah, Newt's brother, uh, that, who's being played by Callum Thomas. Uh, teenage versions of key characters. This is J.K. Rowling's second screenplay, due out in cinemas November sixteenth, twenty eighteen. So they're going okay. for the um, for the Thanksgiving crowd next okay. year. Okay, that's great. So it's just exactly like last year. You got my money. Yeah, yeah. Just because now it's its own thing and i i do i'm interested in seeing jude law as as albus dumbledore so yeah, i want to see how yeah. he's gonna do it yeah um okay so and then uh, next thing i want to talk about is is uh does do you think dwayne johnson plays a character in all the films that he's in or you think he's playing himself <laughs> <laughs> as, a, me, as, a, me, as a as a badass man <laughs> yeah. just takes on everything and anything Right. Um, like, do, you, do you think versions of The Rock come out when he's playing these characters? <laughs> yes, I, I, I think so. I, I think he always adds in like the, the Rock personality in all of his, all, yeah. all of his films. And I know you're you're, you're talking about the the rampage of the rampage, rampage trailer. trailer. Yeah. And and you know what? When I heard first heard that they were going to be doing an adaptation of Rampage, the video game, I thought, how are you going to make it into a movie? Yeah. And sure enough, you know what? I when I saw the trailer, I thought. It works. Uh, you know what? I get it. But then seeing seeing The Rock and then seeing all the, the destruction again around them, I'm going, oh my God, this is almost like the same movie, but now you're just adding a little bit different things. Like you had, uh, it reminded me of San Andreas when he was in the helicopter. Yes. And then, yeah. uh, was it? And then when he's in the jungle, I think, oh, now it's like Jumanji. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, he was going for the Jurassic Park kind of vibe. Did you notice that? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I did. It was nice with, with George. George. Yeah, George is my friend. He's he's harmless. No, don't do there's, this. There's there's George, Lizzie, and then what was the, the what was croc- the wolf's name? I thought Lizzie was the wolf. Oh, I thought Lizzie was the. Oh, maybe like, Lizzie was that the, lizard the, because right, Lizzie the lizard. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And actually, you know what? The first time I watched it. I didn't catch that actually the crocodile or the lizard was actually in it. I just thought, I just saw the wolf and then the, the monkey. And then when I saw it, I, was like, I saw it again. I was like, oh, shoot. You know, I watched it so fast and I didn't hear him say, you know what's missing? A crocodile. And you just mm-hmm. see it come out of the water. I was like, oh, shit, there you go. I don't remember being a crocodile, though. I remember being kind of like a Godzilla. It was like a, type. yeah, God, Godzilla-like dinosaur lizard transformed by a radioactive lake. So it was George, the King Kong... Uh, Lizzie, the Godzilla-like creature, and Ralph, Ralph the werewolf. Ralph. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> all right. That's really weird. And then I, I just, I don't know. I, I put this on the on our our notes, and especially when we do our pre-production meetings. But <laughs> the, my question was: Is Dwayne Johnson getting typecast? <laughs> Rampage trailer release. Um, just I because mean, I, I feel think so. <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, now he's he's just he's just eating up the box office with these like. Over the top action type uh, things, uh, like you said, like, okay, San Andreas, the Fast, the Fast and Furious uh, right. franchise, 
uh, Jumanji. I just saw a trailer for that the other day. Jumanji. Uh, oh man, I can't wait. I guess the only one that didn't fit in this is the Baywatch. Baywatch, yeah, not so much. Um, what other movies did he had, had he come out with in the? No, that was it, right? It was just Fast Five or Fast Eight. Yeah. There's this, and then he he's in Jumanji in December, and he's in Rampage, and then he's making another movie called Skyscraper right now or something like that. Okay, and then which, he- I'm, which I'm assuming he's going to be in a helicopter. <laughs> That's that's can, one of that's one can, of his things, and it's written all of his contracts. It's got to have one helicopter scene, one helicopter scene. <laughs> it's just uh, let's, let's just sign the contract already. Like, the, oh, Dwayne, they want you to do this movie starring a big big lizard and a big giant gorilla. All right, sign me up. <laughs> wait, 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 does it have a helicopter? Yes, sign me up. <laughs> and, and then in the I I want to say in the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff for Fest. With the Fast and the Furious oh. universe, yes, I, I bet. Go. I bet there's going to be a helicopter in there. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be like dueling helicopters or right. something like that. Right. And in, in a Suicide Squad too. I, I'm guessing that has to be in his contract. There has to be a helicopter in Suicide Squad too. He's going to be riding the helicopter. Then he oh, he's jumps. He smashed the shit. He's going to and then, and he's then he's going to jump out of it and then destroy the helicopter and <laughs> bam, Dwayne Johnson. Um, <laughs> sounds like sounds like it sounds, sounds like we have an insider in the in the writer studio. <laughs> so uh, I'm already going to watch it because I've seen I've seen everything Dwayne Johnson has done. Um, who I mean, who who wouldn't? It's yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's entertainment. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's he's what do you call it? Property or no? He's franchise Viagra. Yes, right? he is. Oh, right. and uh, yeah, you know, I'm actually what I'm hoping for is uh, GI Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, GI Joe. I forgot. I forgot um, he was in <laughs> body massage, body massage, body massage, <laughs> body massage. Hey, hey mister, did you take our stuff? <laughs> um, Hashtag pork chop sandwiches. You know what's funny, though? Um, speaking of the, on, like, wanting to see G.I. Joe at the at San Francisco Comic-Con earlier this year. Okay. I, I, I met Ray Park, you know, uh, the guy who plays Snake Eyes. And Darth Maul. And that was one of the things I asked him, like, when I, when, you know, I had that little moment to talk to him, I was like, oh, you know, like, Snake Eyes is such a you know you you, you do such a great uh, job with portraying him like the movements and everything. Obviously, you have those speaking lines, but still, like you you do him justice. And I asked him like, "Are you are you guys working on that?" And all he could say is, is "I hope so." And we're like, <laughs> "Damn it, that's not what I want to hear, Mister Park. I want to hear you." Yes, we are we are in the, we are we're actually going to be filming it in a in a year. But I mean, one can only hope. I, I mean, I. I, I like I like uh, J.J. Retaliation. I, I did too. Um, I was bummed out about Channing Tatum. <laughs> we never know. They could always yeah. like somehow bring him back, right? I, I feel like yeah, they it's the G.I. Joe universe. <laughs> yeah, they probably yeah. could. Um, uh, moving on to another studio, Fox is developing uh, Fox within their Marvel Marvel universe. They're developing multiple multiple man w- within their X Men universe, and uh, you've added that James Franco was going to be. The lead. He's tapped to, for the lead. Yeah, I, I just thought he was executive producing it. Oh um, no, no way! No, yeah. they, they they have him. They're gonna have him like be the be the star. Right. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, except for like I always knew Multiple Man as just a member of X Factor. Yeah. And for him to have a standalone movie, because that's what it's gonna be. It's a standalone movie. I, I I don't know how they how they can pull it off. And I'm, I'm sadly I, I don't know if I have faith in Fox where they can be like. Yeah, we can go ahead and pull off a multiple man movie. Uh, it's just- uh, I, I think no, the if James Franco is in it, I'm gonna need Seth Rogen. I'm gonna need Craig Robinson. You understand? I mean, he he. I want works, Danny McBride. I want right, Danny McBride right. to be his bad guy. He want he works he works with a lot of these folks in in most of his his films and his projects. Michael, Michael even, Sarah. Yeah, even even uh eleven twenty two sixty three. Even though Seth Rogen wasn't. In eleven twenty two sixty three, he was one of the executive producers. So he works like he has this, this his own little clique, sadly to say. But yeah, he, he has his own like little clique. He has like his uh, Adam Sandler type deal, right? Uh, so I just, I, I, I just, I just somehow want, yeah, Danny McBride. Uh, I want a Michael Sarah appearance. Uh, Jason Siegel. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's yeah, good. You, you, I just want to. Yeah, you do want to hear the Seth Rogen. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just want to see that. So, uh, I guess we'll, we'll we'll keep up with that. I mean, that that was that's the only note I made about that. 
Well, I'll uh, tell you this. Right now already, before even anything, this already beats Brett Ratner's uh, rendition of uh, Multiple Man in that God for- Godforsaken movie, X-Men 3, uh, Last Stand. Okay. I mean, they, did you, you saw that one, right? I, I saw that, unfortunately. Yeah, and you I remember spent, they, I spent they, money they, oh, for that. I don't know if they actually called him Multiple Man or whatever, but, you know, they, they had a, the character that, you know, had the same powers, and I was just, like, going, boo, and he, they made him a villain. So I was like going, boo. So, I mean, this already, at least, you know, just by talks of it sounds good, but I don't know really what, I mean, <laughs> where they're going to go with it. More. Yeah, because yeah. And I also heard, like, this is what's going to connect New Mutants to the uh, to X-Men. Okay. Which, which is weird because New Mutants, like you said, is going to be a horror movie. It has a horror movie tone, and X-Men never has that. Never had that. Yeah. Unless uh, Dark Phoenix is actually going to be, like, like what is it? More of a horror yeah. film. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, and then... Going to Marvel's rival DC, so the this news is news to me, and I didn't even know it was a thing. But uh, the Ben Affleck said that he may or may not be continuing on with the DC extended universe. Well, and now I was reading this other thing about uh, Matt Reeves's v- vision of the Batman. So. Yeah, um, I think once he was no longer going to be the director of the Batman, I'm not sure if that maybe uh, turned him off, where he says, all right, well, if I'm not going to be directing it, like maybe I don't want to be doing it. Or if he was uh, turned off on the reception that he had gotten from during the BVS and you know the other um, you know uh, DCEU movies, uh, like Suicide Squad and stuff like that. And I don't know if he wants to like, attach himself to like such such films. Um, I just... That or, you know, maybe I don't know something with his personal life or whatever, but it it just seems like in Comic-Con, at the last Comic-Con, he's like, no, I'm fully invested. I don't know why people are saying that. You know, like, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in, when, you know, for, for, for it all. And, yeah, the, this uh, past week, he's, he said, like, you know what, if I can, like, I would like to gracefully somehow uh, leave leave Batman. Like, so they, they think I write, write it where I can gracefully leave or, like, leave the franchise where I'm like going so you're done then you you want you want them to either kill Batman or or like what are they gonna do are they gonna like flashpoint it and all of a sudden like all right Bruce Wayne is not it's time it, it'll be the Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne Batman so you'll have, uh, uh, I don't know uh, I actually find him to be one of the bright spots uh, not not as much as Gal Gadot but I do find him one of one of the bright spots of the Justice League at this point I have seen the movie so I wouldn't know yeah how um, how Cal Drogo did it, <laughs> but um, Cal Drogo or or, uh, or um, Fa- Fantastic or Beast did it, yeah. Um, but I'm just I'm kind of curious as to why he would want to. I mean, he's making tons of money, and and then I think to your point about him directing, I think he voluntarily stepped down from directing as soon as his you script. Say you're voluntarily stepping down, but it's also like someone who, who's getting fired, and all of a sudden, no, 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 I quit, I quit, thank you. Very right? Much. No, I, but I, I, I think I it's quit it's before you can fire me. Once once Warner Brothers said that they wanted to go in a different direction with his script because he had fully written the script and had it approved. And then someone higher up in Warner Brothers said, uh, "No, this you, isn't one we're gonna. This isn't what we want." I bet you it was a good script too. I yeah. bet you it was like true to, true to, to like some you know. Right? Like, have you s- have you seen Argo? Like, have you seen uh, what he did with Argo? That was it was an awesome movie. No, they uh, saw they saw uh, what's that Jersey <laughs> not Jersey Girl? What's that? Oh yeah, Jersey Girl and the other one, uh, Geely. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, I I tweet out constantly that um, Kevin Durant. Is a terrible person because he thinks Geely should be rated 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so Kevin Durant sold out. Hashtag. <laughs> I'm not gonna agree with that. One half of this duo believes in that. Kevin, if you ever if you ever stumble upon this, the other half does not. You, you have my full support, man. Kevin Durant, I hope you step on Legos. <laughs> and I, with those Legos, I will build you a tower. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will, <laughs> but um, I don't. I guess it just remains to be seen. Uh, I, I'm. I don't know what they want to do. Some of the rumors is is that they already have another actor in mind to play the Batman for Matt Reeves's trilogy. Uh, 
And we, yes, it's going to be. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a trilogy now, which uh, I don't think we need another one because because Kevin Conroy had set the precedent so high. Yeah, and Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. So uh, I guess we'll just keep updating with that. Finally, we'll leave off on the movie section with the Incredibles two trailer. If Which you want to call it, it was, I mean, they call it a teaser trailer, and that was really much of that was that's what it was—a big tease. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad it. that after 15 years, they, they all still look the same. So it's, a, well, it's amazing right? how Jack Jack had not grown an inch <laughs> at all. Inch, he still only has two yeah. teeth, I think. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope hopefully uh, Disney will will give us something more than what we saw. The, all we saw was. Um, because it's supposed to take right uh, take place right after Incredibles, the first one. Yes. So what we're seeing now is uh, what we saw was what's his name Bob, right? Mm-hmm. The father um, carrying Jack Jack as he's like, oh, you have powers, and you know you see all the multiple things that Jack Jack can do. Mm-hmm. It's like that's it. I was going, what? No, I need some Frozone. Come on, <laughs> give it to me, honey. Have you seen my super suit? No. You what? <laughs> Where is my super suit? I don't know where it is. Well, man, you tell me where my super suit is. <laughs> Thank uh, goodness for Samuel L. Jackson. I do. I mean, I love it. <laughs> I love it. He's he's great. Samuel Jackson and Craig. The the fact that uh the the we have Craig T. Nelson and Samuel L. Jackson, people with middle initials as part of their name. I think it's already a recipe for success. And of with course. that, let's take a break. All right. Hey everybody, this is Anthony from Keeping It Nerd. When we're really into something, we gotta share it, of course. Right now, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, download, subscribe, and listen to the trailer for What Really Happened. This is produced by award-winning documentary director Andrew Jenks, which is also co-produced by Dwayne Johnson, or, as some of you might know him as, The Rock, and his production company, Seven Bucks Productions. Dwayne makes an appearance on the first episode, which details Muhammad Ali saving a man from jumping off the ninth floor from a building in Los Angeles. I didn't even know about that story until I came across this podcast. Uh, I'm, I might have heard it somewhere before, but the fact that they're bringing this to light and actually exploring what really happened, it seems to be an interesting concept. We get to take a peek behind the curtain and explore layers upon layers about that fateful day. So listen, download, and subscribe to the trailer of What Really Happened by Andrew Jenks today. Yes, and welcome back to another issue, issue four. Uh, We're in the middle of issue four, and now we'll be heading into television with, uh, with Keep It Weekly. So The Punisher... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is the latest r- ranking, and Metacritic is also pretty biased. But I mean, it, this was the lowest score I've seen for the Punisher television series that's now now streaming on Netflix. Uh, Fifty-eight out of a hundred. And so, Vince, what do you what do you think about? I mean, you've seen an episode saw, already. I, you saw I've you seen seen an episode the first, already. First episode. Okay. Um, but what do you, what do you think so far? Well, the first episode. Yes. It beats Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, from what I, I think anything already, beats Iron Fist at this point. Oh God! Oh, oh God! We're not, nope, we're not going on that way. <laughs> I made my peace with it. I'm moving. I'm moving forward. Okay. Um, no, uh, so far from what I've seen, they are they're still continuing uh, the, the story of Frank Castle and after the events of uh, Daredevil Two. Okay. All right. So. And from what I saw, still, still the same action um, that you, you had to expect from the Punisher. Like, just the... I mean, it wasn't as... It was still brutal. I mean, it was, it was better than the Thomas Jane uh, Punisher movie. Okay. Um, it, it was. It was kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, a Ray Stevenson uh, Warzone. Okay. Punisher. Um Without going so so much, I've only seen one episode, so I can't... I don't, I don't want to comment like, on the whole series, because... I don't want to be like four episodes and later I go, holy crap, they fucked this thing up. Right. Um, but from what I, what I see so far, I like I like it. It has a dark tone. Um, John John Bernthal. Bernthal. Bernthal, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
great great actor. He uh he the the way he he plays Frank Castle, a person who feels like there's nothing nothing left. He's just a, a kind of a broken man or he's just a shell and he's just very tormented by what happened to his family and everything. Uh, you just see it and I think I think it was great casting great casting by uh, Marvel to to make him the Punisher, right? And like I said, first first ep- uh, first episode, I, I I give it like a to, I don't want to put the bar too high, but I'll give it like a like an eight high eight um, on things. It had a nice uh, uh, story to it, uh, kind of laying a little bit of groundwork, and then then you see uh, some Punisher action going on. So it was good. Okay, all right. Do do you think? If you had to go off the first episode, do you think it deserves that fifty-eight no. out of a hundred? Uh, no, and that's the thing is I don't know if they're going off of the whole series. Yeah, because if they go off the whole series, and uh, then now, now I'm kind of I might be a little bit like skeptical, like oh crap, like maybe does just like go downhill from here, or like I said, like maybe just being really biased. Um, when I first put on uh, pull it up, Netflix, like people only had like two and a half stars on it. Oh, so that was hard. But then today. When I was uh, about to take a well, watch it, watch a second episode, which I didn't get to do yet, it jumped up to uh, almost like four and three quarters. Okay, full star. So I don't know if it's just me because not enough people had watched it yet. Right. Well, yeah, and I and I don't know if maybe uh, the mass shootings uh, recently. Happened. Yeah, that that's maybe. what I was thinking too. Um, because I think Marvel I think the back uh, too. yeah. I think the um uh, that score is is sort of biased just because of that, and it's still a sensitive time. I mean, we're we're averaging uh, nearly one per day at this point, right? Yeah. And it's it's uh it's becoming an epidemic, uh, yeah. and it's it's becoming a scary world. So I was just I I, I applaud John Bernthal and Netflix and Marvel for how they marketed this in, in such a way, and they did it tastefully. But I'm just wondering if that score has just a, is just a reflection of what what's going I, on I, in today's society. I, I, I think it does. I, yeah. I think uh, outside um, uh, events have have shaped what people may be thinking of this thing. They may be like, "Oh, it's not that great because we don't want to glorify right. you know, what's happening out there." Right. But I mean, I'm sorry. It's it's always going to happen. It's always going to be happening out there. We're just being more. And it's just happening a little bit more often and. You know, we just have, everyone has to just keep on moving forward, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to the subject. Obviously, it's you know whatever happens out there in these these horrible events, these shootings and these deaths, like my, my my condolences and everything. But life life actually moves on, and you know people you can't you can't be stuck you know tiptoeing around the subject, and you can't just like shut down like all right, well we're not gonna, we're not going to do the Punisher anymore. Like okay, well that's not going to stop gun violence out there it's not yeah i mean it was it was still gonna be a still it's still gonna be an epidemic it's still gonna be uh, something that's gonna happen regardless right uh, of, of the show or not and i just hope that i really hope it isn't the uh, true or i mean yeah let's just hope maybe that that's what it is there was uh there's just people that are like really uh wanting gun control and they're like nope then we're gonna not I'm not going to participate in the show. Uh, I I just think one of the main issues that um, that Punisher brings up is PTSD and mental health. And so I think if regardless of what you think of of what the violence may be, uh, I I hope they. I haven't watched an episode yet, but I do hope they they do kind of bring more to light about PTSD and grief and loss and depression and mental health. So, as a, as someone who's a mental health advocate, uh, uh, that's that's the kind of like the character, uh, the version of the character that that I hope people see. So, yeah, not um, some uh, gun toting, uh, yeah. you know vigilante who says like oh, okay i'm just gonna do what i want to do because i'm a i'm a killer i'm a straight up like cold-blooded thing like there's obviously layers to it yeah and once again not um you know. yeah moving on to, to something a little bit lighter and and please do uh, please do yikes so, something over there it did get heavy so, something a, a little bit more exciting um and fresh off the boat on abc kind of set a precedent but there is still uh, a level of stereotypes that still kind of go along with it. But at, I think more and more studios are coming out 
and uh, being more diverse. So NBC has just announced they're developing a television series with an all Asian cast that's related to the um, the CEO and the founders of Samsung. So it's yeah, it's a it's a drama. I, I'm just thinking if it's if it's perfect timing at this point, like how ABC did it a few years ago, or is it? Is it you think they're kind of behind the times, and they they sh- something like this should have should have come about sooner? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's great that we have a there, there's they're recognizing all Asian cast. I, 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 I think yeah. it is. A, I think it is a bit late. Uh, well, I mean, before. Before Fresh Off the Boat, the only other Asian cast uh, I can think of was the Margaret Cho. Was it uh, All American Girl? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think that was like all Asian. I think it was like seventy twenty five or maybe yeah or seventy uh, seventy thirty seventy thirty yeah yeah um and then yeah Fresh Fresh Off the Boat came and now it's like ninety ten for that <laughs> right but uh, I mean you know you you still have have uh and and then they still kind of fall into their stereotypes which I'm afraid of. As as NBC develops this television show, but they're they're going for a more drama, a more serious drama. So I'm 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 thinking that they won't fall into those stereotypes. But uh, I don't know. I guess I guess we just have to wait and see. But I think I think when it's that, good. Uh, do we have any news on that? Uh, no, I, I don't have any any other news except that. Um, let's see. The. But I, I think it's all. Let's see, all Asian family drama, roughly based on the Samsung corporate heirs. So, uh, I mean, it's even being run by Albert Kim. So he's the guy that that is the showrunner for Sleepy Hollow, and he's Asian okay. himself. So uh, we don't have a a uh, release date, or it's still in early development. But and NBC is looking toward that way, and they're they're going along the lines of of I guess the scandal that hit Samsung about a year or two ago about nepotism or something that they they violated some sort of law regarding nepotism. So yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how what like what they're gonna do with that. So um, yeah, I'll keep my eyes open on the on the small screens. And then finally, in in another uh, uh, streaming news, Future Man, which you've caught a, a few episodes of. I've only just read about <laughs> yes, it, and I haven't. Yes, I, have. I haven't seen, but uh, it's, um, it's Josh Josh Huth- Hutcherson. Yes, aka yeah. Peta from the Hunger Games uh, yeah. movies. And so uh, I just I just wanted to ask you about your thoughts, and is it something that you recommend? Yeah, I, I would recommend it. It is a, a the premise of it is a. Uh, I mean, you, you, it's it's a gamer. It's a gamer uh, who has no life, kind of right, and he is now tabbed to be a savior of the world. Um, I don't want to go too much into it, but it reminds me of a crossover of a mashup of I'm sorry, of the Terminator, Back to the Future, and Joe Dirt, just because he's okay. a gender. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, so far I find it uh, you know pretty light. Nothing once again would be heavy. It's, it's a Hulu uh, original, so. Um, the, the writing seems to be, you know, you know, witty. Has you know, makes some pop pop cult, uh, culture references here and there. Especially since, uh, like I said, it's based on like time travel type stuff. So there's like a. I don't, I don't want to say. I don't. I don't want to say. Yeah, because you 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 might give it away. Okay. Yeah. There there are uh, a few things I'll, that I need to check out. <laughs> I would I would recommend it. Um, okay. Yeah. Once you once you uh, uh people out there um get Hulu. Seven dollars a month, no commercial. Oh, you get commercials with that. Eleven dollars if you have, uh, if you don't want any commercials. But in this case, right. it's, a, it's a Hulu uh, Direct, so there are no commercials. So seven dollars, and you get to watch this uh, awesome, bam, awesome series. Yeah, um, I, I actually don't plug. mind the commercials either. Right so, so um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say uh, yeah, just Hutcherson's uh, uh, acting is actually you know pretty good. Uh, on point with it, especially like what what he's supposed to be. Oh, and. Uh, one other actor that's actually in this that I recognized, um, Paul Shear, who's uh, from the nice. League, but it was a, oh my god, not Ben Bridge. What's his name? He was in. You'll you'll know it. He is for Rick and Morty fans. He is the voice of the president. Oh okay. He, he's also in the movie Volcano, and uh, oh my god. 
All right, I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, and, some, and something about Mary. He's the, he's the dad of Mary or the stepdad of Mary. Um, if you're looking that up right now, yeah, that, that guy's in it. And, and so once I heard his voice, I was like, oh, my God. It's the president from Rick and Morty. Ah, it's it's the it's the stepdad from uh something oh, Mary. Keith David. Keith David, thank you. Yes. yes. So there you go. Yeah, Keith David is actually uh why the hell I get that? <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, Keith David is also in it. And uh no spoilers. So uh you guys check it out. It's uh it's actually uh, a, a you know, a fun little uh fun little like thirty minute show. It's uh it, it, speaking of Seth Rogen, because we talked about him earlier, but it is produ- executive produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who uh, who who did Superbad. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were the EB, EPs of Superbad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 McLovin. All right, uh, let's take one last break, and we'll jump into gaming. Hey, Anthony, did you hear we're on Stitcher now? Uh, I didn't realize we were so popular with the knitting and sewing community. Oh, my God. Was that another dad joke? Or is this you being dumb? Maybe just a little bit of both. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll let that one pass. I'll go ahead and drop a little knowledge on you. Based on the Wikipedia page, Stitcher is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts. It provides free online streaming through their website and on mobile applications on Androids, Blackberries. Blackberries? What? Blackberries. Are those even still around? I don't know, man. That's weird. Oh, oh my God. Okay, well, Blackberries and iPhone. It's been described as the most popular alternative to the default Apple Podcast app as of 2016. Oh, that's Stitcher. Stitcher Radio. It's where you can get the freshest episodes of your favorite podcast and radio shows streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. From NPR's Fresh Air to Adam Carolla, WNYC's Radio Lab to The Wall Street Journal, Rush Limbaugh to Rachel Maddow, and even our show, Keeping It Nerd. Stitcher organizes and delivers the world of talk radio fresh daily. Listen whenever and wherever you want. Listen to over 65,000 radio shows and podcasts on your iPhone, iPad, Android, or PC anytime, anywhere. Find Keeping It Nerd on Stitcher Radio today or tonight if you're listening at night. Or in the wee hours of the morning if you happen to be waiting for our podcast feed to refresh as we upload this current episode. And now, on with the show. Uh, Welcome back again. uh, You just came back from another break. We're going to round this out with a little bit of gaming news. Uh, And I'll start off with it because I'm very passionate about this. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And again, this is this is almost two consecutive weeks. Or no, we did one a few weeks ago about Star Wars and Disney. Now EA is is uh, under fire for the controversy dealing with Star Wars Battlefront Two. Been a huge backlash regarding their loot crates, and now they're being investigated for gambling. So I am very upset because I was looking forward to playing this game. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. I didn't like how it was just online only. I would have liked the campaign, like in the original Battlefront video yeah. games. But um, uh, man, I was just I was hoping so hard, and then the the whole sense of pride and accomplishment thing. And then someone did the math, and then forty hours just to unlock one of the heroes that should be just standard in in the game anyway. Like you, you yeah, should have just had gonna, Luke Skywalker. Pay, and if you're gonna you know buy it. Right, they yeah. equated to like, okay, if you're just gonna buy your loot boxes or whatever, like you're gonna be spending like hundreds of dollars. Just yeah, to try it. because when you try and get the loot boxes, you're just there's no guarantee. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's exactly. no guarantee so, if you're gonna even get the credits they said required. Vader, Vader was like a point zero 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 one chance of getting in a loot crate, whatever. Exactly. And it's, uh, I hope EA. I think EA may be getting the message because they got the most. Was it down? Uh, it was the most downvoted comment in comment, in yeah. Reddit history. I, yeah. at, the, at last check, I think it was over two million downvotes. And you know, EA <laughs> has them themselves to blame because yeah. you know what was what did they, what did they say? They said a sense of pride of accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get the gamer get you know gets more of a sense of pride and accomplishment when you know these things. I'm sorry. Uh, 
I, I, I do like sunlight. I don't want to be playing for like thousands of... I mean, I love I love video games. I love Star Wars. But I mean, at one point, I do have to feel like it's not worth it for me to sit there like... And if I was to, like, all of a sudden, like, I get the gratification. Like, yay, I got Darth Vader. Like, right. Hey, you don't even me, want to play it anymore me, at that yeah, point. exactly. And I'll be, it took me a year and a half and now Battlefront 4 came out. Right. You know? I, 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 that's the thing, man. Like, I, it's... you. You should just. You're not gonna play a Dragon Ball Z game and not have Goku, right? It's like this. It's like right, the same yes. thing, right? Right. And then, so uh, my my whole thing was, okay, why are we gonna? Why do we have to wait forty hours at minimum? Forty yeah, exactly, hours. The minimum. It, it's not even guaranteed at forty hours. You're even gonna get one of those heroes. Week. Yeah. So okay. that's playing eight hours a day for five days straight. Yeah, can you and, imagine and, if you and not to mention hours? and who would you, yeah. who would you be like I got Admiral Akbar fuck yeah yeah <laughs> and, and then uh, those 40 hours you can't even upgrade it. so if you're playing within those 40 hours you can't even upgrade the people that you're playing with because you're trying to save up all those credits to ah, get either right. Vader or Luke which I think should come standard regardless you should have all those classic heroes standard and i think if you were gonna work they are star wars right yeah i mean yeah if if you were gonna work for characters for added characters or unlock heroes do it through a, an actual legit progression system like how street fighter used to do it or mortal Kombat used to do it where you'd have to play as certain characters to unlock other characters and yeah, you you wouldn't have to buy them and so i i think the biggest takeaway from this issue real quick uh is is the fact that it it is kind of like gambling and that's the reason why disney had taken out they taken out the the star wars casino games like the slot machines and the star wars themed poker tables and stuff because they didn't want to be associated with gambling but yet here's disney with full i mean ea with full exclusive rights to star wars video game uh promoting gambling and so well where's isn't that a little bit uh, I, I, I feel yeah. disney's gonna come in i think they, they'll come in and uh, especially and this the backlash they got about uh you know in the recent weeks with the, with the movie that's coming out and like you know uh, yeah being so <laughs> keeping a stranglehold i think they they would want to try and rectify their image by hopefully you know stepping in and talking to EA and they're going hey you know what don't do it this way try and make it a little bit, a little easier or you know make it like some dlc that you just have to pay an extra ten dollars for i mean I paid yeah. $10 for Vader. 15 Right. You know, that's right. fine. But I mean... You, you, and you play Overwatch too. And so a lot of the, the loot crates or whatever are purely cosmetic. Like there's nothing else. Yeah, they're just that, skins. Yeah, yeah there's just skin. And I think that's, that's how it should be. But it just doesn't remove the fact that it still feels like gambling. And... And Disney and it is just so adamant about not being associated with gambling that they yeah. have a property that's in a game studio that wants gambling. So yeah. I, I hope either Disney just steps in and they fix this, or I I want to see a, a legitimate Star Wars Battlefront game by another studio that's not that's not uh, committed to trying to make a ton of money. So, uh, I'm just saying. Okay. Um, and then two more things about the Switch. So, Rocket League and Skyrim, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Skyrim have made their way to the Switch, which is, I think, is a huge step forward for the console because now we're getting looks at how um, these other studios who would normally develop for PC and PS4 and Xbox One, uh, like how they would develop for for the nintendo switch which i think it's it the uh the gaming processing power in the nintendo switch is is pretty damn good and the fact that they you can play skyrim on this (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, the fact that you can play skyrim which is so immersive and and then rocket league is 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 a fun time especially uh, on ps4 i mean 
but the graphics and the gameplay mechanics are awesome. So I'm glad that those those big title games are are making their way over to the Switch. I, I think one the one title that I'm I'm waiting for is Doom, even though that title is almost nearly 30 years old. But I'm excited to to play Doom on the Switch. And so yeah, I'm, Doom, yeah. Doom, Doom is ageless. It, it yeah. Get, get, get one. So I'm thinking if if that does really well, then I'm hoping maybe we get uh, you know like a Call of Duty game or or I I don't know just just another one of those those first rate like big title first person shooters. Title names, yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd yeah. be great. I mean, you know, yeah, Overwatch, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that would be cool, and. Um, Finally, to leave everybody with this news, but Time Magazine just awarded the Nintendo Switch the number one gadget of 2017. So congratulations, Nintendo and Nintendo Switch for accomplishing that feat. Because, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is it was, yeah. it's, it was a, it's a great little machine. Um, yeah. I'm glad I was, I, I was able to uh, purchase it. I'm still playing Legend of Zelda. Oh, right, um, you can beat it, man. You can beat it. Right I'm playing Odyssey. I'm almost done. It's <laughs> it's one of those games that you could just pick up and uh, between. I I like the portability of the Nintendo Switch and and then uh, here's here's some of the other things to consider. What time was? So uh, I think the iPhone X was one of the gadgets mentioned. Uh, Tesla's I think the Tesla consumer car. What, I can't remember the model, but tes- Tesla's car, I think, was was among the list of the gadgets for this year. Um, but, I mean, Nintendo Switch, number one gadget of 2017. So, congratulations. And ha- Kudos to you, and, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Vince mentioned before the show, but ha- happy birthday. Uh, I never know how to say his name. Shoo. Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto. Yes. The, Happy sixty first, yeah, sixty fifth birthday. Yeah, uh, and he's the co currently serving as the co representative director of Nintendo, uh, primarily responsible for uh, Super Mario and Legend of Zelda. So two of the games, two big properties, yeah. two big names. Yeah. yeah, I mean, without those, I mean, well, I don't know. It will be Mega Man next, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Th- so thank you so much. Shigeru Miyamoto for all that you do and congratulations again for having a console name the best gadget of 2017 by Time Magazine. Um, so before we, we leave, Vince, what are you are you excited about anything this coming week? Black Friday. There's some okay. new deals on those uh, video <laughs> games that I'm going to just have probably come back while video games. <laughs> but what's one of the games that you're looking for? So FIFA and then the 2K18. And then, okay. Uh, Call of Duty. Those are the, those are the games that are just coming out, and I think they're going to be like thirty dollars or like forty. So like you're saving about thirty to uh, thirty to twenty dollars on each game. So right. Wait, which which two K eighteen NBA oh, sorry, WWE NBA? NBA okay, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. If you get NBA two K eighteen, I'll get NBA two K eighteen, and uh, maybe we can have some online matches. And then I think WWE is going on sale too. Yeah, I, I, th- I yeah. think all of them are yeah. going, going on sale. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the big thing I'm looking forward to this uh, this coming week. Yeah, yeah I mean, there, there really wasn't party. anything else other than other than video games and movies so uh, that I was looking forward and, to. Oh, turkey bowl, playing football. Okay. Um, Wait, where are you spending Thanksgiving this week? The usual. I do the okay. duty. I go uh, in-laws, and then I go to my parents the same day. Okay. So basically, <laughs> I eat myself into a stupor. Right. <laughs> Um, wait, and then yeah. will you actually be going shopping that night, or are you just gonna wait till Friday? No, I'm gonna go on Friday. No. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's, it's too much. It's too crazy. Yeah. I think we talked about that last year. We did. Friday, just too, too. Ang- I get too anxious now. It's not really worth it unless it's a big <laughs> ticket item where I feel like, oh, good, I'm saving five hundred dollars. Okay. Right. But I'm just saving like in the case like, oh, I saved twenty dollars in this game, but I stood in the cold for four hours. Right. Bucks then though. Fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, something I'm excited for this week is uh, I know it was it was yesterday, but I'm looking forward to watching Survivor Series and NXT's War Games. Uh, again, it's another wrestling related item, but uh, this is the first time that War Games has been played 
in in professional wrestling. I, I'm sure they do it at, at independent promotions, but it's the first time WWE has done it in a long time. And I am looking forward to seeing the Undisputed Era, which which cons- consists of Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole, baby, um, competing. And so I, I'm trying to avoid as many spoilers as I can but I, I'm, I'm excited for NXT and then Survivor Series. I'm Team SmackDown at this point for for the men's and for the women's. I will be Team Raw just because I, I like the the talent that Team Raw has for the women's division. So uh, Yeah, I heard yeah. you like a Raw. <laughs> Up the butt! No. <laughs> I was actually thinking more of uh, you know, ODB, but okay. Su- su- sushi. Um, but I, I think that's it. Vince, anything for you to plug... Uh, uh, no, not much. Uh, just the social media outlets that I'm on: uh, Vincenity09 on Twitter and Vimostaho09 on Instagram. On the Instagram, um, and then I'm at Mercent on almost anything. And you could always hit us up on our social media feed. Vince does a lot of work with our Instagram at Keeping It Nerd, and we're also on Twitter at Keeping It Nerd. And feel free to email us any of your comments and questions. Uh, maybe if we get enough comments and questions we'll do a comments and questions episode about yeah, there you go. uh yeah uh, so send us your questions it could be really stupid or really insightful there is no such thing as a stupid question at this point except for why did kevin durant sell out so uh we're gonna edit that part out right buddy <laughs> that's right we are gonna i'm nodding right now we are editing that part out um but yeah no um and you know what also don't forget to uh, like rate and subscribe to our uh, podcast yeah uh, find us on Apple Music, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. So, so uh, from as wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> on behalf of no for for ah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, for the land <laughs> of the free. No, <laughs> for Anthony Rivera, I'm Vincent Mastaho. Uh, for Vincent Mastaho, I'm Anthony Rivera. This is Keep It Weekly.